Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Hello, this week is an update and some ideas about she sheds. You have to be very careful when you say that. Um, the update. Well, the roof is on the house. The last of the roofing part is done. I think there's just a little bit of trim work and cleanup. And that project will be done on the unexpected renovation of this old house. It's amazing to me how fast roofers can go. Um, when you get a bunch of them up there, they're loud, but efficient. I'm real happy. So the first test will be, you know, when the big rain comes and we'll see how it holds. We have some damage to repair on the ceilings on the second floor, but I don't think that will be a huge project or so my husband says that it is a DIY project and he can do it. The second update is that I think I have looked at every single bathroom commode, toilet, whatever word you want to call it, um, fixtures for their, <laughs> the Tri-County area. I've looked at all of the online options and we did buy the sink at Ikea and we told you about that. Um, the bathroom toilet is going to be a straight economical version of a flapper generated, not the push button toilet and most likely a Kohler because I lived in Wisconsin once and I've been to their toilet museum and I have to say it's pretty darn awesome to look at the evolution of bathrooms and toilets. Go Kohler Wisconsin. It's, it, it really was a fascinating experience but I have to say um, we did go to the big showroom here to just look and um, yeah because it has the name showroom on it and no price tags uh, as my grandmother used to say if you have to ask you probably can't afford it there are those high-end type of toilets as well as bathroom fixtures but we're going to our local Home Depot and Lowe's we are going to be equal opportunity purchasers because there are some things at one store and not the other so I've got the flooring picked out, I have the toilet picked out, I have the shower finalized, and hopefully we can get it in the right size. That picked out, the sink is already purchased, and paint colors. Oh my goodness. I know there's a movie out there about 50 shades of gray, but there's 10,000 shades of gray and white at the local stores, and I'm having a hard time <laughs> trying to figure out, I really want a light color. Why? Um, you know, even though we had a recent storm and, you know, y'all, it's, see, I said y'all because I'm thinking of the South. It is nothing compared to what the people are going through with tropical storms and hurricanes. Um, but we had a little storm laden with tornadoes a couple of weeks ago and it knocked down a bunch of trees in the back. But it has um, not 
knock down the trees between my living spaces in my neighbor. And so my house is a 100 year old home with tall skinny windows and it's very dark. I made the mistake of one time of painting the living room what my husband calls olive drab green and I do not believe that was on the paint chip but it was dark. It felt like I was living in a subterranean home. It was so dark and I repainted the living and dining room space, which is dark, with a light gray green a long time ago before gray was in because all I had was white and a bit of green and um, a whole bunch of uh, grays. And we, my dad and I mixed it up in a bucket because that's what I could afford. And I'll tell you what, for a custom color that will never ever be made again, I really <laughs> like it. Um, so I'm looking at replacing my mason jar blue green color celadon I don't know I think that's what it was called when I did it for the kitchen and the bathroom is a lovely shade of lavender um, we need to update and go with a modern color I'm hoping to get a grayish one grayish maybe with a tint of green in it to go with the flooring that is a gray modeled and kind of um, cream in there too but I don't want to go beige because, you know, beige is just not my thing. The thing, though, is you can't go too stark white because in the winter, it's actually lighter in this house because there's no leaves on the trees. And um, it just has for too much white. <laughs> but my house has got a right of color in it, though, with the accessories and the fact that I am not a Better Homes and Gardens um, stager. I mean, my house is an eclectic mix of furnitures and styles and I'm slowly trying to before retirement make a uniform decision process. Uh, I inherit furniture from a lot of people and have uh, everything from a curved door china cabinet from the probably depression era all the way to uh, Ikea furniture. So you know we call it early American madhouse around here. <laughs> So that's my house update. The actual renovation of my one bathroom that I have will probably start in October. And um, we may have to come up with some creative idea. October, it does start to get cold and I'm not sure I want to go outside and use a porta john that's in the backyard. So we're thinking about putting a half bath in the basement. We'll see how it all works out. I may just go to a hotel for a week or a Airbnb. We, we haven't figured all of those details out. But the biggest thing is engineering stuff is bringing the laundry up on the first floor. And I think what we're doing is going to put it in a closet that is on the main floor. And, you know, we'll see if all that engineering stuff works out. So, quilt-wise, you know, it's been a week of me being very busy, and um, I was making a quilt for a magazine, and I ran out of fabric halfway through. I ran out of grunge. Um, I had a whole nother couple yards of it. I got it out because I thought it was the same color, and it is clearly not the same color. When I went ahead to do this, I bought a bunch of cherry wood fabric thinking that it would work, but the pieces aren't big enough. And I started using my solids and I used up pretty much all the big pieces of solids that I had. And my vision was a very bright, colorful, modern quilt. 
And um, I have a big enough half of the quilt to use it as a charity quilt for, for a baby or a lap quilt. But um, I decided to go ahead and get that big piece of grunge out that has more gray in it that was in the big yardage. And I started rifling through my stash and I found I had quite a few large pieces of modern marks that Krista Watson designed and they're big enough. So I'm going, I'm restarting the quilt and uh, it was a great choice. They're brighter, they're more cheerful, they will photograph well so they can be in a magazine, it won't be so muddy. So that was my start and restart of my quilt that I'm sewing. I am back to long arming and the last couple of quilts I worked on um, were swirls. I'm the queen of swirls, if you remember my hashtag. And um, swirling is like stippling to me. I have been doing, you know, a couple quilts just to get back into it because I've been sick with my uh, middle ear problem. And then I had the wedding and there was time off. And I'm slowly getting into it and getting ready to quilt the quilt top that I finished that I'm really hoping that it will get jerried into QuiltCon. But, you know, I got to be ready. My, my head has to be clear and I have to be practiced up to do uh, quilting that I want to do on that particular quilt. And really all of that is what I've been up to. I've been getting the first few things done for the magazine for our creative souls and that will be launching next month. I have a couple of photographs to do and a couple patterns to put the polish on and then that will be ready for sale in my little shop on my creative quarter three and that's dot wordpress.com. Um, but overall, that's you know, what I've been up to. I feel like I've been doing a lot of spinning my wheels and practicing and repracticing, but I don't have a ton of things to show for it. I mean, I've been trying to take pictures, but my Instagram feed has feels like it's stalled out a little bit because um, there's nothing that I can share or show or nothing weird or exciting. Um, my sister had a weird thing. And I put that on our creative soul. She had a bunch of turkey vultures or buzzards by her place. That was creepy and weird. And um, we're getting the crows that are flocking up. What do they call that? Uh, a murder of crows? Yeah, they they do that up here. They flock up and they, they ride the winter out together. And so I live work in a really old building that was originally a TB sanitarium. So this time of year when they start making their whole um, murder, they start perching on all the trees around the building and then they start perching on all the spires and points and resting places. <laughs> it's just it's super creepy in this hundred and some year old building. <laughs> I know I live and work in um, old buildings. There's a, It's just funny. But yeah, in the fall, it's creepy, especially on a foggy morning and you hear that thing, that crow cawing at you and being all mad because you're close to him. Oh boy. So that's uh, the creepy factor starting fall. It, we, are, we have a meme going around and uh, it's from one of the Michigan websites and it breaks up um, the seasons in Michigan in many seasons about, you know, there's winter and then there's uh, something I think is called false spring and then there's winter and real second winter and real spring and then when, then there's summer and then there's fool's fall and then there's more summer and then there is real winter. So we are in fool's fall 
according to that right now. I'll try to put the meme in the com in the um below section the the website. I guess I'm thinking YouTube, right? Um, so I'm going to do that, and uh, you'll laugh because it's just typical of Midwest winters. I'm sure my friends in other Midwestern states can totally relate, but we get a lot of snow, you know, 160 inches is an average, and that's no stretch on the imagination. So I start getting the winter is coming, uh, you know, thing coming in my head, and I got to hurry up. Well, we're in fool's fall, so I got my pumpkins out. But I know 80 degrees is coming next week, and maybe even 85. We're my, we've had great weather the last couple of weeks, and I am not going to jinx it. So fall is a nip in the air. The leaves are starting to change, and um, that just promotes me and my whole, let's hurry up and get this remodel. Let's hurry up and get the closets cleaned out. I don't know why I feel like I have to do that before winter. I've got all winter. I've got nothing else to do. I can't go outside. We can't travel too much when there's three feet of snow on the ground. So I'm decided that I'm going to do bagging up crap from my closet and exercising in nano minutes, not even 10 or 15 <laughs> minute increments because they're unpleasant and yeah I can't just carve out a day and just go clean closets I won't do it it's unpleasant it's nasty there's 75 other things I would rather do that are terrible chores than do some of those so I'm kind of uh, you know employing grab a garbage bag and just fill it up as I walk by stuff that I don't need or that I touch um, as I stand and wait for my toes to pop in the morning I'm going to do my PT exercises for my hip and do some abs and just kind of do this incorporating a healthy lifestyle all throughout the day and not carve out an hour or two to do these unpleasant tasks because I have realized that I will not do them. I will not do them at all. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like the chores at all. They stink. Now, who, who likes doing them? I mean, there are those people who enjoy organizing and purging their closets of junk, and maybe they feel an endorphin rush on it, but not me. It just makes me feel like, why did I keep this junk for so long? Or why is this still here? I should have thrown this a long time ago. I Because I don't have a lot of stuff that's good enough to give to Goodwill. And some of the things I do give away, you know, to family. But by the time I get rid of stuff, it is garbage, most likely. And the good news is, I think we're getting a dumpster this fall. And I, after all of the stuff is done around here, I'm filling it up. So that's another thing. I'll have less garbage bags. That's an insight. I'll have less garbage bags to fill up. Just walk by the old dumpster and flip my crap in there. And crap in my culture is not a swear word. Um, so that is, we have, you know, the recap. We've been at Home Depot a lot and Lowe's. But last night we were at Home Depot looking at toilets and showers again. And I was looking at paints because sometimes you just got to look again. And my husband posed a question for me as we were walking by these 10 by 10 sheds. Don't you want a she shed? He said. And I looked at him like, what? I hear, hear about these things on TV, commercials, YouTube, we watch a lot. And he goes, she sheds, you know, there's a commercial going around about that. And I said, 
Why would I want a she shed? Well, then you could put all your stuff out of the house into your shed. I said, well, number one, 10 by 10 shed isn't big enough for all my stuff. The long arm itself takes up the whole end of the bedroom at the foot of our bed. He goes, no, no, there's nothing wrong with the long arm there. It's not hurting anything. He goes, but you're sewing and all that stuff. Because eventually I want to have a wood shop in the garage with a weightlifting area and a little shed probably at some point will hold a lawnmower, snowblower, overflow stuff that won't be in the garage anymore because we don't park in our garage. That's a whole nother story. Something to do with the drain not being there. And it's just a big two car storage unit and has a lawnmower and, and my fairy garden stuff in the winter. So he wants to make better use of it. So he said, so I want you to have opportunity to have your own studio or she shed. And I said, no way. Number one, it would take an awful lot to have a she shed heated and um, all of the things to make it weatherproof for the winters up here. And it would be hot in the summer. And you know, I cannot tolerate heat. That's why I still live in northern Michigan, where we get 160 inches of snow a year. This Midwestern born girl has grown into a menopausal woman who cannot stand any, any heat. It can be 60 degrees out. And if there's one stitch of humidity, I'm sweating. And if it's above 75, if you, if when I get the wedding pictures back, I'll post a few. Um, they haven't come back from the photographer, but I am sweating terrible in those pictures. I put makeup on and dabbed it and tried, you know, because there was no air conditioning in the church. Thank goodness there was at the reception hall. So I got up and danced then. But woo doggies, I was sweating. And I lived in Texas. So that's where my woo doggies thing came once I lived there for a couple years. Again, it was so hot. I couldn't take it. So we came back home and, you know, she shed. So why? Number one, you know, we got the weatherproofing issue. I mean, even if you could build a uh, crafty space big enough um, for, you know, my stuff. But I kind of staked my claim all over this house. I sew on the dining room table and off the dining room is a very small room that isn't really much bigger than 10 by 10. It was, um, I think the original kitchen to the house, it was a bedroom for one of my children at one time. They have, uh, they're all grown up and on their own currently. And I have, you know, my tool bench in there for a cutting table. And I have my two Ikea storage units in a little closet in my ironing board and a design wall. And it's perfect. I walk a few steps over to the dining room table and the upstairs is where the long arm is. And I don't have a lot of other things up there. There's a little um, tray that has all my long arm accessories. And I have a little drawer. Um, it's a little bin with drawers on it that hold my bobbins and things like that. I don't have a big collection of threads for storage because they don't, to me, they don't store well. I buy what I need for the project, use it up and buy again. And the same for fabric. So... The other part is we have mice and I don't want them coming in the house and chewing up my stuff. If you remember my ninja mouse last year um, did go into my fabric room and I think I purged the home of rodents before any damage was done. So she sheds to me would feel like I would be banished from the house. I know people look at it as a getaway or a retreat, 
but I like to live and have my quilting live with me in my home because I steal moments of time now and again to sit down and sew a block or to walk in and pull that fabric out that I just thought about. Do I have it? Would it go with this? Look at my design wall and all different kinds of light to see if this will work or take a few pictures to see if it's going to work out. When I get home from work, if no one's home, I'll run upstairs and do a row of my swirls on the quilt that I'm working on because my husband is out um, exercising and practicing Highland Games for the RenFest this weekend. You know, I think about things, work on it, type on my computer, have design ideas. Maybe I'll plink it out on EQ8 and then go print it off and run over to the room to pull fabric and test something. It's part of everything. The computer with podcasting and my camera, all of it has to be, I don't know, it has to be in my living space because I get inspiration like a flash of lightning. And with my uh, brain that's um, kind of under the influence of this um, perimenopausal crap, I can't remember anything. And I have to do it like right now. And that's just how I feel about quilting and being inspired. Are you like that? Maybe you are. And if you're not, do you tell me about your she shed or your studio that's away from everyone? I know that um, I have a very tolerant family of all of my crafting stuff and my quilting things. I've done this my whole life. My kids didn't have any problem when they were growing up that there was a sewing machine on the dining room table or, you know, there's a pile of fabric, you know, in the basket in the corner. Don't mess it up. You know, they're old enough to leave a lot of things alone. And when they were young, I put it in totes and I put it up. But I I don't know. Um, feeling secluded in a little room is uninspiring to me. And I think that's part of my reason for keeping it in the home because I need the inspiration of life to keep going. But I know a lot of people like the quiet and seclusion and, um, but my husband doesn't care if I run the long arm while he, cause it's right over his head on the second floor while he's watching TV or, um, other things, reading a book. He doesn't mind it. You know, he just turns the TV up. He doesn't mind the sewing machine on the table. He doesn't mind that I have my little baskets of projects and things. And, and, and it's going to get better, you know, in the quilt room itself, the quilt room, the crafty room, the storage area off the dining room, because we got that other Ikea cabinet that he's going to fix, you know, build this weekend, not fix, he's going to build it. And so the totes that are all laying around and stacked up will be gone. And, and those things are like tools and it's not fabric. It's it's things like tools and projects in process and books and magazine stuff. Things that I want to keep, but I don't want to necessarily keep it in a tote. After a while, totes are ugly and they just, and they don't also don't keep the light out. So this is, will have black see-through canvas bins on it. There's the drawer, so that will help keep some of my stuff that I don't want it to deteriorate. So that's my thought on a she shed. I don't want one. You know, he goes, well, you could take your, um, you know, your beer or wine out there and have a little cooler. And I looked at him, I said, rotary cutters and drinking don't mix. He goes, this is a very true story. I said, driving 
my fabric on a sewing machine with sharp needles and drinking don't mix very well. Free motion quilting with a teeny bit of wine is okay. And then we laughed and ended our conversation. So that's my thoughts today on a she shed and why I don't really want one or a separate studio um, in a far corner of my home where everything is in one spot or even a studio space outside of my home. Maybe I know some people rent them um, because I like having my stuff around me and my quilting living with me and me living with my quilting. And tell me if you have remodeled your home and how you survived it. Um, the worry I have is we only have one bathroom and it's got to be remodeled. And um, it might take a while not having a, a shower and a bathroom. I think I may have to keep my membership to the gym for a while because I may have to go shower there a time or two. Um, let me know uh, what you think about my incorporating exercise as part of my everyday life, kind of like the quilting, you know, and me with quilting in my everyday life. I'm going to do that with exercise too, because it seems to work for me. And please, if you really like this podcast, leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher. And now I noticed that Google has finally approved that the podcast is on Google Play and you can play it right from their um, Google Play Music app and leave a review for me. Tell your friends. I mean, the one thing that I think is fun is growing a community. I do have a Facebook group and we have a nice little community there on chatting and sharing and learning and um, feel free to join the Facebook group, My Creative Corner 3. Um, I think for the winter months, I'm going to keep the newsletter at once a month. If I can think of something intelligent to write about, I will do so. I am going to try to work on, now that we're home in the winter, a few more videos for YouTube. They're going to be chatty type of videos. Chatty, C-H-A-T-T-Y, chatty. And um, not really a bunch of how-tos. The rig setup for that is too hard and I, I don't like making them. I've discovered I've made a few. I don't really like it. So it's going to be more um, talking it up and doing brief chats about life and quilting and my crazy obsession about all of it. Um, so please uh, leave a comment on the website so we can keep the conversation going online. And most of all, quilt on everyone.